What up, y'all? Welcome to the Blazing Trail Podcast. I am your host, Tut Kai Leach, a.k.a. K1. This podcast is all about giving the listeners a certain mindset and a perspective that will allow them to have the right tools in their toolkit so they can start blazing their own path. Before we uh, get along and get to know this guest, we're going to do some quick housekeeping. Blazing the Trail, as you, as you can see, has now partnered with KZUM, 89.3 radio station. And also, shout out to Matt and the team at Turbine Flats for having us here for this month. And we need everyone to follow us on YouTube right now. Search King Tut, K1NGTUT. What's your YouTube? Do you have a YouTube channel? Yes, yeah, the Commonwealth Media. Perfect. Y'all go follow yeah. them as well. So today we are joined by an entrepreneur, a creative, an internet personality, in my opinion. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. Thank uh, you. Runs a fanatic. Runs a fanatic. Yeah, the co-creator the of the ranch. common... The, the, the ranch. We're going to talk about that. Yes, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> the Commonwealth, uh, the co-creator of the Commonwealth podcast, the promoter, digital promoter of Heard That Media, a renaissance man. Nick has worked with the Discovery <laughs> Channel, Disney, Crayola, X Games, ESPN, Mellow Mushroom, BuzzFeed, and various other local businesses. Trailblazers out there, please help me by welcoming Nick Kastner to the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Chad. So um, it's, uh, on your um, housekeeping notes, KZUM is dope. We also... Uh, the yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yes, yeah, the Commonwealth is also partnered with KZUM. It's Boom. very, very supportive. And um, Turbine Flats and Matt, it, uh, they were actually the first sponsor of the Commonwealth. See? So from a that. very... Yeah, very supportive of, of um, like the creative art community. I love it, Yes, man. yes. Dude, so Nick, this podcast, we were kind of talking about it earlier. So mm-hmm. this is helping people get off the fence... And getting them to take a leap of faith, right? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Because most of us learn by doing. So a lot of our generation is stuck in analysis paralysis. Mm-hmm. Watching TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> and thinking we need to have everything figured out as soon as we get out of high school. Mm-hmm. And so everybody sort of has this mindset and they don't want to feel left out in a sense, right? Yeah. Oh, my friends are doing this. My friends are doing that. But we want them to focus kind of getting their feet dirty. So what we'll talk about is how you manage to take a leap of faith Okay. And trying all these different avenues, whether it be jobs, hobby, hobbies, and the quote-unquote failures mm-hmm. you experience to get you where you are now as a trailblazer. But first, we need to understand what led you there and what you learned along the way. Okay. So first off, we um, just need the, the basics. Where were you born? I was born in Sydney, Nebraska. It's a small town on the Panhandle. Uh, there were about, about 80 kids in my high school class. How old are you? I'm 25. Do you know Chase Ferrix? Very well. How do you know Chase? <laughs> I know Chase. I, so I played basketball with Chase. He was two years older. I used to work with him at the city. Oh, He's yes. Like, yeah, I'm from Sydney, bro. I'm like, I don't know where that yeah. is. Yeah, the last time I saw Chase, I was walking into a Pinnacle Bank Arena for a basketball game. And he was like the ticket guy or like yeah. checking the bags or something. I was like, Chase, <laughs> I haven't seen you since, uh, since probably you graduated. Yeah. So, but good dude. Good ass dude. So good you say you're 25? I'm 25, yeah. Well, that's awesome, and I see a lot of growth happening. Okay, so what were you certain that you were going to do as an adult in middle school, and how did that change in high school? Um, hmm. So I always knew I wanted to get into business. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad is like a businessman, um, yeah. and I was was always interested and interested in business, and I I probably refined that into marketing by the time I was in high school. 
like okay. leaving high school, I was like, oh, I think I want to like market a business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but uh, before that, like in middle school and elementary school, I bounced around on every, a whole bunch of different fields. Yeah. I'm, I, uh, as a kid, my parents watched Friends a lot. Yeah. So I wanted to, I wanted to be a paleontologist like Ross. If you see, if you've seen Wait, Friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. paleontol. Like it's like dinosaurs. when you use uh, like dinosaur bones. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I like history stuff. So I want to do that for a little bit because of Ross Geller on Friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I don't know. I also didn't put a whole lot of thought into it. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <We're young>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, but it was probably high school, and you know, like those guidance counselors exercises where you like fill out a test and it tells you what. <laughs> where you. What yeah, you could be. Or, yeah, 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 and I didn't find the results helpful at all, but it probably made me like stop and think mm-hmm. about like what should I do after high school. And you, uh, is there one high school in Sydney? Well, yes, definitely only one high school. What's your mascot? What was your mascot? Uh, the Red Raiders. The Red Raiders. It was yeah, we licensed it through Texas Tech. So I was like going to say that's kind of dope. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's their logo pretty much. Just yeah. with just a Sydney. Yeah, yeah, like Sydney lettering. Red Raiders. Yeah, yeah. Like same. Do you play any sports? Uh, yeah, I played basketball um, and track football, <laughs> but basketball was kind of kind of my thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, um, what position? Center, center. And I was tall and could play defense. I'm not very coordinated, so yeah. the whole like scoring, I wasn't very good at. But you were just good at stopping people from it. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, That's what's up. Could kind of jump. Um, could kind of jump. Mm-hmm. Um, so blocking shots. That's and fun. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, I was very good at dunking in warm-ups. I, yeah. I, I, I could never get it in games, but I could slam it on, on that uh, That was your time to drill. shine. Yeah, huh? yes, yes. It would really throw the team off when, like, I, um, I didn't even, my senior year, I didn't start every game. Uh-huh. Um, so I'd be just there slamming in, uh, in the layup line and then wouldn't nope. hit the floor right away. <laughs> yeah, Put yeah. this guy in. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, can you remember a time when you did something entrepreneurial in your younger years, but didn't know that you uh, had the entrepreneurial spirit? Yeah, so like I mowed lawns. Ooh, so yeah. So like that's I think that there's like a hustle to that. Facts. Um, it wasn't gr- like there's some some you know high school kids go super hard and have yeah, like a like, whole business and a team. Got the and stuff. trailer I, on the connected to the bike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it was definitely like a one man show, and I had like probably like three or four gigs. Yeah. Um, but that is probably same. Yeah, yeah, same with snow, especially here in Nebraska. I didn't when we came here in two thousand five. We moved from Tennessee, but oh, okay, there wasn't much snow. Hmm. But when it came like two years later, I was like, I'm kind of used to the 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 cold winter now. Let yeah. me try and make some money off my neighbors. Yeah, because huh? they had pretty big driveways and sidewalks. That's when I started doing stuff, but I didn't think it was. I'm just trying to make some money yeah. so I can go to McDonald's down the street. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, um, what is something you wish you would have done in high school now that hindsight is 2020? I wish I would have done in high school. Hmm. So I was kind of like the... Uh, Potentially, like a little bit of a troublemaker in high school. Yeah, a so, rebel. Huh? Yeah, a rebel, most definitely. So there's, I, I have a long list of things I pay, maybe wouldn't have done, um, but the things I should have done. Um, I also didn't get great grades. I was like, <laughs> me either, yeah, a, a very average high school student. <laughs> so maybe try a little bit more. Um, yeah, like the ACT, I just like showed up and just took it. You yeah, know, so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't study. Um, so. For, that maybe yeah i'm, I'm, I'm sure if more I would, academia yeah, yeah yes yes um and i hmm 
um, I wasn't a very good athlete, mm-hmm. but everyone expect. I, I felt people expected it, me to be an athlete because yeah, I was so tall. Exactly. Um, and I wish I would have allowed myself to not be an athlete. I you like know? that. Yeah, Go yeah. Go against the grain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And like, um, I'm friends. I'm 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 friends with people now who did. Well, my girlfriend was like uh, into musical theater mm-hmm. and show choir. My little brother did speech. I would. I wish I would have done show uh, choir. Yeah. Um. I'm not, I'm not a good singer. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know show choir, but the whole like performing on stage and um speech in in particular, I think that's like a really good high school thing that I w- I wish I w- I would have. Mm. No, done some of that stuff. Awesome. So yeah. what did you end up doing after high school? Um, so I um, moved to Lincoln mm-hmm. and went to the University of Nebraska. Okay, so, so what um, what led you to pursue college? Was it family pressure, society pressure? Did you want to go to college? Yeah. Um, so there's like a whole movement going on right now of the, um, like, you don't have to go to college. But I felt like I, it was necessary in my life. You do? Like, there was parts of it that I was like, dang, because I'm more of a person who needs to be taught. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, so, I'm, I'm a self learner to a point, but I need somebody to kind of like, all right, Tut, sit down. This is how we do it step by step. Because yeah. like I can go to YouTube and do that stuff, but I need somebody to walk me through. Yeah, yes, most definitely. And um, I also didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. Facts. That if there was like a 17 or 18 year old leaving leaving high school who knew they wanted to be a videographer, mm-hmm. and so they were just gonna. Get video work yeah. instead of going to college. I don't think that person. I, I don't think college is going to provide too much value for exactly. that person. But I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I. I mean, the, the, um, to answer your question about like what pressures drove me to college, it's yeah. probably all of them. Yeah. But I also wanted to go. It, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a, a willingness as well. Yes. Yes. So knowing what you know now, what is something you would have done differently in college? In college, um, hmm, I. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I did college college Pretty right. Real, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um like I did um kind of learning from the high school thing. I I wrote for the Daily Nebraskan. That's what's up. Um just as kind of like a fun new thing for me to do. And it was a very di- I was also in a fraternity and those uh two communities are very like different from you one another. You want to shout them out right now? Um yeah, DU, Delta Upsilon. It was the it was the house I was in. Um and then, yeah, the DN, it, like, both were good experiences, but it was nice to kind of, like, ha- know people in different like, exactly. parts of Network campus. Network, yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. That's, that's important. Yes, probably the most valuable thing I got from college. Easily for, yeah. for myself, because it's like, when you have all these things going on in classes, you get kind of bogged down in realizing the importance of meeting these new people getting out of your comfort zone because like you never know when you're gonna meet up again or what mm-hmm. they're gonna do in their kind of their journey so it's it's good to build that bridge yeah because at absolutely. the time i'm like i gotta get this done this done go home yeah and not worry about anything but it's like i paid for this experience <laughs> yeah, you know so yes. i should make best of what i have yeah but at the time it's like i had a lot of doubts of man is this what i really want but it's like my parents came to the states so I can go to college. Wow. So it's like, I got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to do it. Like you said, I yeah. also want to do it. But it's like, I'm also doing it for them to be happy and know that um, that their sacrifice was was appreciated. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. So when I got done, I'm like, okay, now I really have to turn it up. Yeah. Um. What What did you go to school for? I went. To, I went to school for international relations. Okay. So it's, interesting. It's, so it's like I wanted to focus on global development. Yeah. So it's, and then and, um 
uh, where did your parents move from? South Sudan. Wow, okay. So we came as refugees. So my parents uh, migrated to the... Uh, they migrated to Nairobi, Kenya, where I was born. So it's mm. like a week walk. Their, their, their village was pillaged. So it's like, we got to go. Whoa. So I was born in the refugee camp of Nairobi, Kenya. Hmm. Two years later, after my parents signed paperwork so we can get possibly get a sponsor to come to the States, that happened in 1994. We came here in Dallas in September of 1994. Then we moved to Nashville. Then we moved to San Diego. Then we moved back to a small town in Tennessee. Then we came here in 2005. Okay. So that's kind of like, I'm well-traveled, but in a sense of, like, I, we have to figure out ways to survive, in a sense, mm-hmm. and, and flourish. So that's why I felt the pressure of, I have to go to college. Yeah. Because no. I'm the oldest of 13 children. Whoa. Okay. So I have this necessary uh, weight, you know? Yeah, yeah. I ha- like, in a sense, I have to be the trailblazer. Yeah. If I do something wrong, they're going to think it's okay. Yeah. So it's like, okay, uh, don't go down that path. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's show them that. You can make something of yourself. Let's say you don't go to college. I want you to have the same work ethic that you do if you, uh, if you were in college, outside of college. If you want to go the video, uh, the via- videography route, go mm-hmm. hard. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, there's no structure. In, like we, we were talking about on the episode, there's no structure when you're out of college. College, they, they give you the structure. All right, cool. These are the things, and this is how we're going to learn this actual skill set. But when you don't have that, it's like you have to put like a plan in place in order to like um, become successful in that uh, in that field. Because mm-hmm. a lot of kids are like, well, I'm just going to do this. But it's like you have to realize in order to be really good at this, these are the things that you have to do in order to be good. You can't just like willy nilly do things anymore. Like yeah. now it's like you you don't want to go to college route, but you have to work hard mm-hmm. still, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Nick, what led you to be the host at the Commonwealth Podcast? And can you tell us more of how it came about? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, So I was working at an e-commerce startup here in town, Bulu. They do subscription boxes. Um, Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, Paul? Paul, yeah. Paul Jarrett's the uh, co-founder with his wife, Stephanie. Um, And uh, overall, it was a wonderful experience. I learned a lot, a Mm -hmm. ton, a ton. It was my first gig leaving school. Um, oh, hell yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was a, a wonderful um, situation and an environment to start my career. Mm-hmm. Um, and then towards the end of my like tenure there, the, the someone from a local news organization reached out. They were an, an editor, and they were developing podcasts okay. and asked me to host a local podcast on entrepreneurship. That's awesome. Yeah, and it was one of those, I said yes, even before they finished the question. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm in for it. I'm in for it. And I, I had no experience with media or anything. Mm-hmm. I listened to podcasts and really liked it. Yeah. Um, and my assignment was to go make out, um, my assignment was to go make a handful of, uh, of episodes and report back. Yeah. And I did that. I was, um, I probably had five in the can, five or six in the can. And in the same week, uh, Bulu went through a restructuring and laid off a bunch of their staff, myself included. Damn. And then a few days later, the editor-in-chief from that media outlet hit me up and were dropping my podcast project um, to focus on print. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so I had two jobs and lost them both in the same week. Damn. Yeah, yeah. So tough week, tough week. Um, but I took the moment 
to realize I really loved podcasting mm-hmm. and it was something I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so I dove headfirst into podcasting. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah you yeah. got slapped in the face twice in a week. Twice in a week. Yeah. It was, and the, the second one hit harder than the first. Yeah. Cause like, were you uncertain if you were going to continue that, continue podcasting on? Um, so when I lost the first like full time job, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I, I have the podcast. Yeah. yeah um oh man and then uh, when the second one hit i i had i thought our first episodes were really good i was very proud of it yeah and still am like when i listen back it's like the audio quality sucks (laughs) it was definitely the first time i did interviews exactly um it's not perfect but um i started and was like i want to keep on doing this see Um, because i feel like Podcasting is cathartic. Like, it's fun to have conversations. Yeah, yes. Like, some people don't like hearing their voice, but I don't mind it. Yeah. Because I see it in, in like, the editing standpoint of, like, well, this is good quality. We're providing a lot of value. That's Mm -hmm. how I think about podcasting. Yeah, yeah, same here, same here. Because I'm, like, I'm washing my dishes, and we're dropping gems. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, And I think, like, we make the time to find these cool people and talk with them and learn from them. And then share that with other people. And mm-hmm. I think there's value to that. Facts. It's kind of, I guess, how I sleep at night. But yeah. Yeah, happy, happy you're agreeing with me, Doug. Nick, yeah. tips for uh, people wanting to start a video podcast. Start a video so podcast. So should they be super prepared before they go? Or should, should they get the best equipment? Like, what are your, what are your tips now mm-hmm. that you've gone down this path? Yeah. Um, so we are approaching almost 100 episodes. Yes. We're like, yeah, yeah, we're on episode like 94. It's, it'll be two years. Hold on. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's one of those. I'm not always great at like acknowledging big moments like that. Yeah. But um, I had a guest recently say um, that that's an important thing to do. Yeah. Um, celebrate your dubs. Exactly. Bro. And it was like uh, 100 episodes seems seems like like a celebration. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. Um. So, and we didn't start doing video until um, maybe episode like 50. Mm-hmm. Bet. Um, and now I think I would, most podcasts should be on video. Yeah. Um, and I think it, my, my big mantra on this is just to start. Like, it's not yes. going to be perfect, but just, uh, um, I still don't feel like I have very good equipment. Like, there's, yeah. uh, there's like equipment upgrades we could definitely make. Um, and I don't think anyone, ever has the perfect equipment no you know because everybody it's like we need more yeah because yes. it's like um uh, when you have multiple guests it's like um not everybody has the same mic so it's not gonna be the same consistency or mm-hmm. that's the stuff that i worry about because i understand because like i had the um music tech minor so i know oh, the differences yeah, yeah, yeah. between like a dynamic a condenser yeah and ribbons and stuff like that mm-hmm. so i'm having the mindset of yo we have to have um we have to have transparency throughout all equipment, but it's like, yeah. like you said, what we told you guys before, just get started. Yeah. Yeah. So did you do everything at the beginning? Um, so Alec McChesney was the guy I started it with. Shout out Alec. Yeah. Shout out Alec. I am I'm grabbing drinks with him tonight. Hey. Um, so I, yeah, I'm shout out Alec for sure. Um, and he, he edited it all and also provided, he made some podcasts before mm-hmm. um, and he was with that, um, that news organization we started oh, with, yeah. and then he left and now works at Firespring. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he does business development for Firespring, and he he helped me, I guess, just like 
editorially, yes. you know, like both in the concept of like editing the audio of like actually like putting it in audacity, adding music, taking out, you know, w- the weird stuff. Exactly. Uh, but then also provided guidance on like, Oh, like in this other context, we did this, we should maybe do that, that here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was, um, started as the host and then the promoter, I promoted it a lot. Yes. Yeah. Um, I looked at your page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I would say I was always, and Alec always had a full-time job. And mm-hmm. then I, I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do next exactly, but I know it's going to involve podcasting. Exactly. So I'm going to devote all my time to this podcast. I love it. Yeah. So yeah. what do you do now for work? Yeah. So the, that time ended up getting filled with, um, I started like a kind of a media production business Yeah. that, um, the Commonwealth made money by like sponsorships and we had merch, but, um, the majority of my income came from producing things for other people. Yeah. Um, and then that, I kind of like grew that into like a network of freelancers. I would tap for different projects. And then, I, yeah, yeah. I saw Heard At. Um, Heard At is a marketing agency in Omaha. Oh. Yeah. And then they were getting into media. Um, they own Hale Varsity, if you're familiar oh, with that. Yeah. They do? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, and they're like, they. I, I guess they're in our media division. They're a different department. So Aaron okay. Sorensen is their deputy ab- deputy editor and mm-hmm. i love her i say you know i'm friendly to her when i see her but i i, I don't necessarily work very closely with yeah. LRC. um just like i mess with you yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yes yes um i'm i'm a fan of theirs yeah. um and yeah so they own hell varsity and then they were partnering with um like a whole list of podcasts mm-hmm. and it's one of those i shot him a note just as a hey we're, we both are nebraska podcasters mm-hmm. we should um we should be friendly do you want to grab like 30 minutes um, over virtual, you know, like a virtual coffee type Beautiful. of thing. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, 30 minutes ended up turning into about 90, and they offered me a job. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Snap. yeah, yeah, on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah. Um, so now I, I technically have two relationships with them. Um, I run all my content through them. Mm. Um, so, like, my, I am a content creator for her at, but they're also my employer. That's so, so dope. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sweet, sweet setup. Dude. It's a good setup. It's a good setup. Um, and like even the, the different production gigs I would, I was doing before joining, mm-hmm. um, they weren't all podcasting. They were not all podcasting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I was like running a TikTok for a country musician and, um, weird video editing, you know, just like weird video projects yeah. that come up. Um, and, but, and I, I still feel like I, my, the thing I am best at is promoting a podcast yeah. and that's now the only thing I do. Bro, at. see, that's what I'm, I'm trying to get at. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, um, noted, noted. I'll keep that in mind. I'll keep yeah, that in mind. okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, I looked at this one episode. It seemed like you guys were at this big table. You were sitting at the end. Okay. There was a couple people on the side, and it was your team. Oh, yeah, yeah, When yeah. did you realize that you needed more people on the team? Um, instantly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Instantly, the um, as soon as we added video yeah. is the real answer. Um, as soon as we added video, I was like, editing video is a whole thing. Yeah. Who, who edits the video for this show? Like, I you? started, and then I gave some responsibility to them, so we take turns and stuff, but yeah. it's tough, bro. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Especially um, if you only working through your laptop. Yeah, yes. Um, 
Yeah, so um, we brought on a video editor. His name's Kyle, still with us. Mm-hmm. Again, shout out Kyle. Shout out Kyle, um, <laughs> putting and, in the work. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I interviewed, um, one of the first ones was, um, you know, do you know who Al Maxi is? Albert Maxi? Yeah. Like He's Al on Maxie the board Singer? for who I work for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I interviewed him. Um, he is an amazing person. He is, he, bro. He um, he was a bodyguard for Martin Luther, Martin Luther King. Do you know that? No. Martin Luther King spoke at um, the uh, 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 Pershing when, he, like, in the sixties, and um, Mr. Maxey was the, was his bodyguard. When he That's came to town. crazy. Yeah, and then played basketball. I with, know he played basketball. Yeah, with Oscar Robertson and Wilt Chamberlain. Him and um, Oscar was in his wedding or something, or vice versa. <laughs> it was, and I um, I. Went to his, uh, he is now an artist, has yep. an art studio, yeah, and I, um, we recorded it in his studio, um, and he, like, took me basically through his, like, scrapbook type yeah. of thing that was on his wall, but, um, like, a bunch of cutout pictures, and he's like, oh, here's me with Will, here's me with Martin Luther King, <laughs> and, and he, he was giving me a hard time, because I kept on saying, what's he, um, what was, what's he who, like? yeah, what's he like, what's he like, and at the, finally he's like, oh, <laughs> everyone's always asking me, what's he like, what's he like, <laughs> they're, they're just people, um, but anyway, on on the video, um, that that I didn't frame it properly. Mm-hmm. My the shot on me is um, my forehead's cut off, you, like the top of my head's cut off. I just oh. it was terrible framing. So um, once that happened, I was like, I need someone to run the equipment. Watch yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. at first, um, literally first episodes, me and Jack. Yeah. So we would have to get up, pause the video. Pause the audio. Yeah. And we're just like, we need a person. We need another person. Yeah. Um, most definitely. It's okay. tough. It's tough to do it alone. Okay. Um, what are some pitfalls that you had at the beginning phase of the podcast? Pitfalls at the beginning. Um, N- like hmm. not having enough uh, space on your memory card. Was it? Oh, yeah. So I've, I've done all of that. <laughs> all of it. All of it. Um yeah, forgetting to send the guest a like invite so they forget about it. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Um, losing, losing stuff. Um, having, um, if you are on an iPhone at least, if you record a long form video and then get a phone call or text message it while stops. video, it stops. So you have to turn your phone to airplane mode. <laughs> um, I learned that the hard way. <laughs> um, Oh my gosh! The worst. I spoke with. Uh, do you know who Win Wiley is? I'm not, not to like yeah, name yeah, drop. Yeah. Um, uh, he, he used to office out of here. Uh, photographer. Uh, photographer. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I yeah. saw that episode with you guys. Yeah. Um. I, I, again, he's just another like delightful person. Mm-hmm. Um. But I Hunter was out of town or what? He was like on family vacation, so he wasn't there on that shoot. And I was struggling to get all the cam, like to get the cameras working properly yeah. in front of a photographer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, and it was one of those. I, I was like, you know this better, even though it's not your camera. You know how to do all of this better. And of course, I'm like sweating in front of him. Um, yeah. So I, there's been so many, so many just unperfect things. Like, yes. yeah, struggles, all of that. Um, yeah. And then, um, I getting people to listen to a podcast, especially now, like it gets harder as more people do it. Yes. Um, but that, but it's not easy and, um, props for like, I watch your YouTube stuff. And yeah. It's like, it's you, tough, you're developing bro. a community and, yeah. um, respect because it's, that's not easy. Yeah. Um, the reason why I do it is because if I, if I do have children, they're going to look back. 
Yeah. So I want to show them like what's possible. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like I'm doing this for the people to listen as well, but I also want to give this to my children. Yeah, absolutely. Know? Yeah, I feel so like. So I'm being the trailblazer for my family. Nice. You know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Before we uh, continue, we'll take a quick break. And we're back. Um, so we were talking about some of the pitfalls that came for you. So mm-hmm. um, let's let's talk about how you get these high profile guests on your yeah, on your show, not yeah, just yeah. for me, but for everybody coming up. Yeah, absolutely. What are some of the tactics that you should know? Because um, Landon Rhodes, he yeah. was just like, if you need some guests, what really works for me was if they have an Instagram, hit them with the voice message because because they can understand like your tone of voice, oh, okay, and stuff like that. So I'm like smart but yeah yeah and it, um it worked for me actually because you sent me a voice message yeah that's why i was Instagram. like yo nick <laughs> yeah yeah no and i i immediately got the whole tone and vibe that's a really good idea actually yeah. i mean especially being podcasters that exactly day. they're like oh this yeah, guy's animated yeah, yeah. he's excited yeah absolutely um yeah uh so the, i would say this is like classic networking yeah so um this advice is applicable to like even broader than like how to get you love him guess love but it. um okay so um Say if there's like one specific person uh, that you want to interview mm-hmm. that you've like isolated, they have a, a, like a network, like a community of themselves. Yes. So trying to think through, like one time someone said, um, say, and um, I've yet to interview this person, but so I don't want to get too specific. But okay, so say someone like Win Wiley, mm-hmm. um, who, which uh, who was a very just exciting big get for us. Um, um, if you want to inter- um, interview him, start by if he's like say giving some presentation someplace. Yeah. Um, show up to it and don't look to talk to Win because after everyone's gonna be trying to talk to Win. Yep. Look at um look to talk to the first person he talks to after the presentation. Ooh. Like yeah, so like his friend or whoever he came with, make friends with them and then like just build relationships kind of strategically yeah. like that. Just so you build a rapport within the friends like, hey, I think this is a good opportunity yeah, for you. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Um and I would like I, I think through that of like, even like in a sales context or exactly. like, a, hey, I want to, I want to, I want to know this person, um, who like who is in their network and do we already have some people that can maybe introduce us, um, and if so, can I like shoot them a note and ask like, oh, how, how, how is Tut? Or yeah. Like how, uh, how do you know Tut or whatnot? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like um, that. So that's helpful. Um, don't, the DMing on Instagram. Yeah. A well-crafted uh, Instagram DM slide can get you a long way. Yeah. 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 I just don't know sometimes how to word it. Yeah, but it's tough. It's I've tough. gone on the aspect of me knowing people in my personal life. Mm-hmm. And then, hey, I I really appreciate um, the journey that you've been on. And I think a lot of people will benefit from your story. So I want to give them a platform. That's how I usually I'm yeah, like, Yo, yeah, come yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. And, and I think that will get a lot of... I mean, yeah, th- that'll get you far. It's just, so. it's just getting in, into that, like you said, that circle of friends. Yeah, because like right now, I'm going at you, Mister Goins. I'm trying to find you. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I got your number, but it's so hard to get a contact. Uh, I mean, get um, like all that situated because he has a lot going on. Yeah, um, I know Tony really well. Um, he's been on my show, and um, so he, my dad worked for Cabela's growing up. Oh, that's and, where he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and my dad. Um, like interviewed him to four Cabela's. Yeah. Yeah. What is, what is, what does your dad do? Yeah. Uh, so he was a CFO of Cabela's. Oh yeah. 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 Snap. And then Tony ran the bank. So they worked really closely together. 
Yeah. Um, so if you need an intro, I'm happy to introduce you. Yeah, we're going to need that. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. For sure. We should connect after. Yeah, because he told me to go at this Young Professional Tuesday, so we chopped it up for a little bit. But I didn't want to be super direct. Like, yeah. Hey, bro, I'm yes. here because... But I actually wanted to learn from the people who were speaking that Yeah, night, which, uh, which one did you go to? I went to the one with Lily and this other lady, but they're lawyers. Oh, one was like a starting yeah. lawyer, and one was like a very experienced lawyer. They're both females, and, and they're... Kind of, it was a really, it was a really cool night. And I think I'm about to go on Tuesday when they're going to talk to Mary Ellen's, Charles and them. So, okay. okay. So, yeah, I'm going to do that. But, yeah, back to you. <laughs> so, um, how do you, because, like, I don't, I don't know if you have, like, a place you consider home for the Commonwealth. Yeah. How do you go about pl- finding places to record? Um, so, because at the beginning, mm-hmm. the, um, we didn't have a studio, yeah. so I would I would frame my interview request by saying we'll go to the most convenient place for you, yes. wherever like smart. Yes, so we would go to most for the most time, like for the most part, go to their offices exactly. Um, and um, a few times it would get tricky, like when you interview a musician. They don't really have yeah, offices. Yeah. So, and like asking to go to their home seems like <laughs> yeah. a little too far, you know? Like, oh. Uh, It'll be so easy. I'll go to your living room. Exactly. It seems like a weird thing to like frame it as. Um, so that was actually the, our partnership with KZUM that came into place. Came in, uh, and yeah, it, um, it was a good just like strategic partnership. Yes. You know, like for pretty much any local podcast, I would yeah. say hit up KZUM. Um, but the, the um, having a studio was super super helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, with COVID and yeah. uh, there was a COVID policy that um, hopefully hopefully we they could, lifted it. They did. Okay. Yeah, they were like at the time they were like we can only allow three people. And yeah. I was like that's literally my team. Yeah, um, <laughs> we can't do. Can that. you have guests though? Yeah, you can now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sweet. So that's that's what was limiting us at the time. Yeah. So like. We want to have a, um, just like I made my apartment room to like the podcast room. Mm-hmm. I want to have a place where we can also decorate yeah. to, to make it uh, the home of Blazing Trail. Because I'm tired of moving equipment all the time, you know? Yeah. So it's like the tough, the toughest part about this is finding a place where, where to record. Yeah. Um, this, this isn't bad though. No, no. Yeah. That's why, that's why we've been talking to Matt. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then KZUM, my Hunter, um, the Commonwealth's pro, uh, executive producer, he is building out a home studio. Smart. Yeah, and um, he he has some podcasts with his buddies. He has a home? Uh, Does he have an actual home? No, I mean, he's renting. Okay, cool, but yeah. that's still good, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he's um, he's about to move into the new place. Ooh. So I um, I haven't quite seen the setup, but even have having something just like this where... Yes. Um, and we're starting to kind of transition the content that... Um, now half of the episodes are like our team talking about things, yeah, and then the other half are the like that same inter- interview format. Okay, and I think the it would be nice if we could all in the same room, like make the kind of team episodes. Yeah, yeah. that'd be <laughs> that'd be, that'd be yeah, dope yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now that you've got like a taste of Blazing Trail, what are some things that you think we capitalize on that we don't see? Because we're kind of starting out, too. Yeah. Um, and I'm willing to take some constructive criticism. Oh, well, so I think the format, excitement, mm-hmm. passion is spot on. Yeah. For sure. And it kind of reminds me of, um, like, launching the Commonwealth, of just, like, being so excited and, like, passionate. Yes. And um, I definitely see that in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What, 
I guess what are your biggest like? Do you do you have any questions of like? Oh, I think like this it, could be. Could it be structure? Like, like I I don't know. Like I'm just trying to see where my blind spots are in a sense. Yeah. Okay. Coming from a, a fellow podcaster. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I media like social media. You guys do really well with that. So that's that's one thing I already know. Yeah. It's like um, I would also say you guys are like doing like. I, executing well on social too. Yeah. like there's clips and there's kind of like that yeah. um i don't want to like dwindle it down to like that you're hitting all the basics <laughs> yeah. you know because like it's i'm sure it's not basic and like a lot of work goes into it oh for sure but like the fundamentals i guess would be that yeah. like um uh blazing trails for sure there on social yeah um yeah i and and it also like what exactly are you hoping to do with this so we're trying to make make this be more of a more of a platform Okay, so we want to bring all types of people that are alongside the trail that we were talking about earlier, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Because, like, I'm talking to a, a certain demographic of, of people. Mm-hmm. So they could look like me. They can come um, They can come from a poor background, rich background. But it's just, like, I want to give a different perspective and bring on a person who's very experienced in their journey, somebody who's starting out, yeah. somebody kind of in the middle. So that's my whole thing. But everything is going to be under the umbrella of Yato. Okay. So this is a way of giving out the kind of message that we uh, that we believe for the company. So Blazing Trail is a way that we could bring that long form message out because yeah. Instagram is very short in a sense. Like mm-hmm. I can't get out long thoughts. On yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Like it's hard for me sometimes to put a meaningful mm, paragraph or anything in one post. What I can't do is make a clip of it, right? Yeah. So that's what I want to do because Yato is going to be the umbrella, the brand. Yeah. We want somewhere uh, like a like media, and this yeah. is it. Okay. So we could have like what I want to do is like have like these meetups in a sense. Yeah. So we, we can get into live live events in a second. I'm yeah. so excited for live <laughs> yeah. events to come back. Yeah. Because like yeah. that's. That's where I see a lot of value coming. So it could be like it could even be here in the uh, the room that they have downstairs. Like, yeah. yo, we have a fellow podcaster Nick, and if you guys, this will be like a almost like a young professionals kind of yeah, like a totally, meetup. totally. So I that's what I want in a sense for Yato to be. I want to have a place, not necessarily like the Bay, but it has the same kind of things. So a place where people have the resources in order. Um, if they want to do photography, if they want to learn how to make music, how to record music, how um, if they want to uh, learn Photoshop, stuff like that. Yeah. The creative. That's what that's what I'm focused on. The creative aspect of everything. Yeah. That's why I wanted people on Blazing Trail, kind of in the creative mindset, not just entrepreneurs. It could be, it could be a, a graphic design artist. It could be just just anything in the creative field yeah. because create like. The creative arts, the arts in itself, is what going is what is going to allow humanity to innovate mm-hmm. for the future. Yeah, like yeah. I want to get kids into tech. I want to yeah. get kids doing this, uh, these visuals mm-hmm. and making it cool, not just sports. Yeah. So that's what I want to focus on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the thing I've been putting a bunch of thought into about the Commonwealth, and I think yeah. it, I think it relates to to um, Blazer Trail yes. and, and Yato. Um, there was always a community behind the Commonwealth and really yeah. helped, like of the, both the audience, but then also like partnerships like KZUM yep. and um and now Runza. Heard at Runza. Yeah, Runza. <laughs> huge shout out to Runza. Um 
Huge, huge. Eternally shouting out runs <laughs> out for sponsoring the Commonwealth. Eternally shouting them out. Um, and um, I didn't, I guess, always create content mm-hmm. with that same lens. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like, this is for a community. Yeah. And now, especially leaving the, as the pandemic begins to, like, everyone's getting vaccinated. Weaning off. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I think people are going to be hungry for a new type of physical experience. Facts. Yeah. And so what, what does that, uh, and how can the Commonwealth, like, do that mm-hmm. in the physical, like, how, how can the Commonwealth be a part of that and also use it as a way to expand the community? Exactly. Um, so I think, like, I'm, I'm now, tr- like, trying to rethink everything through the lens of, like, let's build a community. Facts. That, and very similar vibe of, like, uh, the Commonwealth interviews creators of disruptive change. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's, let's get creative people who are at some point in their creative journey mm-hmm. together to support one another, uplift one another, exactly. learn from one another. And then the, common, the, the podcast is kind of the vehicle the drive exactly. it's it's the caboose bro yeah yes yes um and i think what the bay does so 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 well is that community facts i That's, love yes i love the vibe there as soon as like yeah shout out to mike man yeah shout out shout out mike um and the bay high yeah you know, shout we, out yeah. shout out to you guys for the focus program now yeah yes yes man. um yeah so and uh, <laughs> um I guess that what what was the question? I kind of went on a rant. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Yo, I kind of forgot too. Um, yeah. Oh, I was just asking you, what do you think we could capitalize on? Yeah. You asked me. Um, what what, what is, is it? my? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like thinking, really thinking about like ten years from now. Yeah, that's that's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah ten years from now, what do I want this to look like? Feel like? Sound like? Be? Mm-hmm. And what can I start doing today that builds that? Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the time, it's not. The microphone you're using exactly yeah. uh, yes yes it's the um, content you or the value that you're given yeah but i um you were asking about blind spots and i really don't see one with the show um, yeah it takes time which i would guess yeah. like it, it sounds like you know that it doesn't happen overnight oh. um and um yeah just keep keep on doing it thank you nick yeah yeah what are some tips for people who want uh to be like a digital content creator for companies for companies yeah should mm. they have like a portfolio like a resume and then give to a company yeah uh, a portfolio in a the sense of like nice but yeah. Like, yeah, yeah but like a portfolio like a web like a website where mm-hmm. like if you're gonna take pictures there's a uh, there uh there's a link i can click on with mm-hmm. with your best pictures or whatever that is mm-hmm. i think it's a very good way to start and again it, Building, just build out that portfolio. Yes. And the first few projects won't be perfect. Yeah. You know, um, you may not get paid for yes. it. I don't like taking advantage of young creative people. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm a big advocate for, like, don't ask your photography buddy to shoot for free or, like, yeah. don't expect them to, like, yeah. take photos of you for free. Mm-hmm. Um, but that said, you may have to do a few free projects. Exactly. Like, um, as you start. And then, um, and, the, and then after you have that portfolio, it's a numbers game. If you send it out to to hundred people, four may say yes. You know, four percent. That's like a decent click through, yeah. like on an email, like on an email marketing campaign. Open um, rate, yeah. yeah, open rate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you just have to send it to hundred people. Facts. And then send it to a like learn tweak the mm-hmm. email, and then send it to hundred more, and then eventually you're gonna have eight clients, and that's that's 
That's some quality yeah. advice, bro. Yeah, because yeah. like people have to get comfortable with rejection. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a part of it. Yeah, it's a part of it. It's, it's just like okay, cool. I'm I'm closer to the next yes in a sense. That's yeah. how I see it. I'm like, cool. It doesn't fit with them at this time. Yeah. Somebody else might. Yeah. You know? My uh, my girlfriend Emmy. Shout um, out to Emmy. Shout out Emmy. Yeah, she's she's also a musician. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I we started dating right when I started the Commonwealth and like mm-hmm. lost both gigs and all of that and. Um, she always said, um, every no leads to a better yes. So, Love it. Yeah. No. You got to write one. You know what's funny? Because I was literally going to ask you, how has being an entrepreneur slash creative affect your personal life and, and social life? Um, that's a good question. Yeah, because um, I'm, go- like, I'm going through it too. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so how does it affect your personal life and social life? Um, I would say it's just kind of different. Like mm-hmm. you, when you go against the grain, people aren't going to understand what you're doing. Facts. Um, my my grandpa was super confused about. Well, a didn't know doesn't know what a podcast is even now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, um, a huge disconnect. Um, until I joined her at. Yeah. And, and then it, he totally went 180. He was like, this is how Johnny Carson got his start, too. I was like, <laughs> slow like, oh, to it. I was yeah. like, first off, where was this like six months ago? And it was an instant turnaround. Instant turnaround. <laughs> um, so, uh, um, oh, man. yeah. And even like friends and like, it's just a different lifestyle. It is. You know, um, like uh, um, my three roommates, I'm very, like some of my best friends, very, mm-hmm. very close with them. Um, but they all had day jobs where they were, you know, showed up worked every day and then exactly left. and then i'm doing stuff in the middle of the night and like talking to freelancers who work overseas so yeah. I, have to, I have to meet them literally like at nine o'clock at night exactly um, and it's just different um and then social but it's also important though to still make time for things i mm-hmm. think it's way easier when you're living in that like in, just to, inconsistency just yeah. to put your head in the sand yeah yeah and then like not reach out to friends and mm-hmm. then pretty soon like your friends stop like inviting you to places or like make, make a point to like still have healthy friendships and like family the life, balance. the balance, um, exercising you, you mentioned working yes. out this morning. I'm still really bad about that. I, I've used it the takes pandemic. Time, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've used the pandemic as an excuse for the like last two years, but it's okay. long as it's been going. You can yeah. use that as a chip on your shoulder. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so, but yes. Okay. What key activities would you recommend to like young, uh, creatives in their spare time? Um, so I really, really, really like making other things like, you know, like, explain, just go, explain. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, if you want to be a photographer and you take photos all the, uh, yeah. all day, make a podcast episode just yeah. for just, just cause it's, it's, you yeah. have to put it out. I, yeah, I think exactly. It's, exactly. Some of my best content is the ones that I could not release. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, I cannot publish this. Um, is that how quarantine cation came out? Yeah. So I, Emmy is my girlfriend and, um, we were, I was living in Colorado, um, so in all the, um, in the whole, like, um, t- like turbulent lifestyle, I guess, when I started the Commonwealth, lost two jobs, I was like, oh, mm. what am I going to do? I um, slept on uh, a bunch of friends' couches yeah. and stuff. Surfing. Surfing, surfing. Um, and then I moved to Colorado because one of my best friends is a ski bum out there. Oh, sorry. Yeah, um, so lived in Winter Park for a few months. And then Emmy, we were still dating. Um, Emmy went out to see me. She's a teacher at Lincoln Public Schools. Okay. Yeah, and um, she went out to see me for their uh, spring break, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be a week, and then COVID hit on spring break. So then we were, our first thought was like, because I, I, um, 
I had to pay my lease there for like another six weeks. So we were like, oh, let's just stay here and then go back mm-hmm. to Nebraska. And then um, and then we were watching I Am Legend um, <laughs> in COVID. <laughs> and then we looked at each other and like, what if they shut down state borders and we couldn't get back to Nebraska? Which like in, in hindsight, like that didn't happen. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's when, a possibility. Yeah, <laughs> when, it, when it was first hitting, we were like, what? Like no one knows what comes next. This has never happened before. We should we should go back to Nebraska. Yeah. So literally, we packed the next day all my stuff in my in um in my car. We oh drove back, God. um lived with, lived in my parents' basement and did the uh, quarantine. Yeah, and it was one of those we were bored. TikTok, Tiger Tiger King, the yeah. whole the whole thing. So um, we started podcasting. I had the I had the equipment, and it was called Quarantine Cation. It was going to be fourteen days. Yeah, um, it made the news. Emmy's grandma. <laughs> Was the who is the best PR person? Um, calling she doesn't have a cell phone, so it's literally like a physical phone attached to the wall. Calling the calling the local news station, cool. yeah, KLKN <laughs> picked it up. Um, and then it was we kind of on again, off again for quite some time. Yeah. After that, we're like, oh, we like doing it, but uh, time consuming. Yeah, time consuming. And then for uh, um, for a while, it was video, mm-hmm. and I found it really frustrating. To, like uh, the video adds a lot more work to it. It does. Yeah, and um, <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and then uh, probably about two months ago, when and it was, this was jo- when, um, like while joining Hurt at, we kind of mm-hmm. had a conversation of like, are we actually going to do this? Because like, consistency in content is a huge, huge, huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were being inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And um, so we had a conversation like, are we going to do this or are we not going to do this? Mm-hmm. And we decided we're going to do it. So we're actually rebranding the show to the Emmy Joe show featuring Nick. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. like that. Because um, it is very much her. Like, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And like she kind of decides what what we talk about. And That's it's, dope. Yeah. It's a little like cutesy relationship <laughs> stuff. But like, like yeah, it's it's fun. Um, and we are about to update like the show art, and then she's recorded uh, original music for. Yeah, me. that's what I thought. Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw her. Uh, you guys at the grid. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shout out, Philip. Yeah. Um, I actually don't really know Philip that well. Um, Dylan, He's a cool guy. Yeah. Dylan, oh, okay. You know. Yeah. Dylan. D- yeah. Dylan Parker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that I think we get that that final track back like next week, and then we should rebrand that like in a week or two. Hell um, yeah. That's kind of the story behind that show, um, <laughs> and it's fun now. It's audio only, so it's kind of like the best. Like I, um, yeah, I don't think I I've never thought that shows work, you yeah. know, because like I uh, so I um, I either host or co-host three podcasts, and sometimes it can be work, you know. But that yeah. show, like, I'm just like. Having just fun with fun. my girlfriend, yeah. yeah, on on a Wednesday night because we release on Thursdays. Yeah, um, yes, yeah, so on Wednesday nights we're just you know talk about whatever whatever's happening or like it. the creative things we're working on. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the quarantinecation backstory. I love it, yeah. Nick. What motivates you? Hmm. What motivates me? Um. So, I don't really. Um, when people ask me like, why do you why do you do this? Um, I, my answer, I, it, it, it took me a while to like accept the answer and it's because I couldn't imagine not doing it. I love it. Um, like if I ever stopped the Commonwealth, I would look at what you're doing mm-hmm. and be like, oh my God, I have to, I, I have, have to do it. I have to do it. So like he, he, once, once every other week or once a week or whatever, he, like he gets to sit down and talk with whoever he wants yeah. to, or like whoever he thinks is cool, like. I would be so jealous of the other <laughs> podcasts. Um, so, like, yeah, in any um, 
in any reality, I create something. Yes. Um, and then from there, like what I like, um, Emmy, I think it's, I think it's fun to helping Emmy make music. I don't, I'm not a musician at all. Yeah. Um, so when like we're sitting um, at the grid with Dylan mm-hmm. and her, um, Emmy and Dylan turn to me and they're like, Oh, like, do you, what, what do you think of this, Nick? I'm like, it sounds great. I don't know. <laughs> I have no feedback on the song. Like, um, I'm providing no value, <laughs> but uh, besides like arranging and like, I, exactly. like, you know, send the emails and, and all of that. Um, That's what's up. And, and I just think it's cool. Like I, I, mm-hmm. Um, really try to work on things that I think excite me. You I know? like that. Who are three people who have been the most influential in your life? Most influential. Or in your growth. It doesn't yeah, okay. Um, so my parents, both of them. Shout out. A shout out, yeah, mom and dad, Ralph and Kim. Um, Emmy would be very, like, it's just supportive. Yep. Um, I, and I could have a really long list here. Yeah. Um, Let's do five. Five, okay. Um so Paul Jarrett was a very good shout out, Mr. Bolo. Yeah, yeah, a very good mentor, and just provided good guidance as I started my career. Mm-hmm. Um, John Rude, um, do you know he spoke at John Rude uh, the last Do More Good Movement? But he was the senior vice president of Disney, and uh, he lives in L.A. Um, and he is always da- like, I need to connect with him again soon, but. Once every three months, I you know I sit down with him or exchange some emails and all that. Um, Do you know Spencer Quinn? I don't know because he worked at Disney. But anyways, okay, okay, sweet, sweet, yeah. um, So yeah, and um, John just in a traditional like career advice, he's um, is always there for me on that front. And then um, I don't know um, a guy recently, Tom Chapman. He um, he's from Omaha and he's starting uh, Mug Dot News. It is a like tech news blog that I covers like the that. Midwest. Yeah, yeah, and um, that's the third podcast I, I host. I, I okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we interview startup community leaders on that podcast. It's called the Ecosystem Builder Podcast. Um, but Tom is oh, he's just a very insightful guy. So that's kind of I just guess like, a short what? list. How yeah. does he know that? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, before we ask about your like your daily life. Yeah. We're going to take a little break. Okay. All right. So, podcasting heavy, correct? Yeah. Yes. What is your daily routine? It it doesn't have to be exact, but give us kind of like a framework of what what you do every day. Yeah. Um what do you what time you get up? Okay. Um I get up pretty early, like 6, sometimes earlier. Mm-hmm. Um at the current moment I I live in Omaha, and her dad's office is in Omaha. And, uh, oh, yeah, I was going to ask you, do you live here? Yeah, and Amy lives in Lincoln, and, you know, girlfriends, you're yeah. at their place <laughs> yeah. a lot. So I'm in Lincoln a lot. Um, so um, that, um, like, so if I have to go back to Lincoln, I sometimes wake up. Solid. And, yeah, yeah, like 5, 5.30. Hell yeah. Um, but 6, and then I always um, listen to The Daily. It's a podcast by the New York Times. It's like ta- chart talk. Oh, yeah. It's a news podcast. Um, but that's like I, how I start almost every single morning. And then um, like work-wise, is that like my work day? Um, I spend my time on our like top, top 10% of shows mm-hmm. of like size-wise. And that consists of Hollywood Raw. It's an entertainment news podcast. Okay. Um, are you a uh, Are you a Bachelor guy? No, not at all. Okay, no. okay. Um, so yeah, so we Wait, get you like have a Bachelor show. 
No, oh. no, no. Uh, we just had like some big bachelor person on recently. Oh, um, okay. That was like the interview was like featured in like People magazine and got really picked up. Us Weekly. Um, oh, um, uh, Dale Moss. Oh, yeah. Dale Moss. Yeah, yeah. Um, Are they in Gracie's like the uh, That's what the he basically gave a non-answer. Um, <laughs> they asked if him I and signed an NDA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and um, he, uh, it was his first interview back because um, like so. Claire leave, left The Bachelor early because, like, she, like, after two days was like, oh, this is the guy I'm going to marry. So they get, get engaged. And, like, after two? Yeah, unprecedented. First time. First time in Bachelor history. F y'all. I, I, I like this. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then they split up and um, they, they weren't doing interviews under the, with their ABC contract for a period of time. And then their first one back was for Hollywood Raw. Damn. Um, so I do, like, YouTube optimization and, like, post mm. things on social. They have a... Uh, Pretty strong TikTok, yeah. Um, and um, yeah, the the TikToks have popped off some. So like, yeah, TikTok all. is fun. Yeah, man. it's a lot of fun. I love TikTok. I just um, need to spend more time on it. I, I think. Yeah, um, and then Shuli is another show we work on. Um, it, it's called the Shuli Show. Shuli was a um, a comedian on Howard Stern, and then recently, broke Jack, off. don't you like Howard Stern? Yeah. Oh, is, so do you know who Shuli is? Yeah. Okay, we should talk <laughs> after that. Yeah, um, he's a character. He's a character, and the um, like Howard Stern community. He was kind of like the punching bag, and then like people like at live events, people would be like "f you, Shuli, f you." Damn. Like that's like how they treated him, and he's still like he he kind of he he doesn't mind having the role a little bit. Damn. Um, and yeah, uh, he, he he's also like a, the t- he's the type of comedian where it's like I can't believe you just said that, <laughs> and it's in meetings. In meetings, he'll say something like I cannot believe in a professional <laughs> setting. I just heard all nervous say that. laughs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's like uh, yeah, um, and then. Um, yeah, there's a UFC couple that we work on the show that I do do some stuff with. Hell um, yeah. So, yeah, like a bunch of YouTube, social media, uh, working with the PR team, working with the, like, paid social team. Um, what time do you sleep? What time do I sleep? Or, um, or, does it vary? Yeah, or it do varies. do you try and get to a certain time? It varies. Um, I try 10. Mm-hmm. Emmy goes to bed it's so early. Like Earlier we, than 10? Yeah, like 8.30, sometimes she goes to bed. What time does she get up? Four? Yeah, we're super okay. early. Yeah, okay. yeah, like five. If, oh, she's like, why is she going five. to sleep that early? Yeah, then? yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, um, yeah, so I, I, I stay up till 10 most of the time just scrolling through TikTok, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Getting ideas. Yada, yeah, yada. exactly, exactly. Um, if I get ideas in the middle of the night, I don't go to bed for a long time. I'll like yeah, because you're trying to think out the whole exactly. Idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I do that while walking. Um, so like, especially now that the um, it's getting nicer outside. Exactly. I'll, I'll literally literally just like borderline pace when like people who don't know me very well will see me do this. It's like <laughs> you're just pacing back and forth. Um, I'm just thinking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, I'm I'm thinking about something. I'm thinking through something. Is most of your time on social media on TikTok? Um, or what would what did you like do? just as a user like what am I yeah, watching as a that user stuff? yeah yeah um uh, a lot of TikTok some Instagram mm-hmm. um I as far as content I make I, I Instagram I guess is more like I get, I kind of get it more yeah on um, TikTok I always have ideas but again it's just like a whole other project I'd have to start and <laughs> exactly I don't want to I sh- I made one TikTok of me trying to learn the piano yeah because Emmy said um we're working with um a film crew to shoot a music video for Emmy mm. and uh, she said I could be in the video if I learned how to play the piano I was like all right this is an excuse to learn to p- play the piano yeah and I watched a video of like how to play the piano 
I watch it not in front of a piano. I was like, yeah. oh, I can do this. Yeah. And then I watch it in front of a piano and start fall, try to follow along. I'm like, <laughs> I cannot do this. Like um, coordination with the fingers is yeah. crazy. And it's like when I then went and t- to type on the keyboard after, I was like, it's yeah. different. <laughs> it's like, it, it, yeah, it, mad props. It, 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 and it's probably, I guarantee you it was like that for any instrument. It's like, oh, you know, I could learn to play the violin. <laughs> and then you hold it. You're like, I couldn't do that. I can't do this. Um, yeah, so like that, and I made a TikTok of like my first time trying to learn it, and mm-hmm. it was like this could kind of be like a thing on TikTok. I feel like of you like, tried new things all the time. Yeah, or no, or even just like me playing the piano or trying learning to play the piano could be a thing I make on TikTok. Six months later, they're like, yeah, Whoa. but then I I have to submit, I have to commit six months, you know, <laughs> like. It, um, so I have, I've yet to find the thing on TikTok where it's like, all right, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Um, but Instagram, like I just like, you know, post pictures of yep. like the things around me and, um, um, Amy's also a photographer. So she, that, that's that super helps. helpful, super helpful, super helpful. Um, Damn. yeah. So, um, split Instagram and TikTok and then a lot of YouTube. So most of my time is on YouTube. Yeah. It's almost not even like a social media. No, for like, me, it's just yeah. like, I'm either watching something funny or I'm watching a podcast, or yeah. I'm just listening to something in the background. Yeah, what uh, what podcasts? I listen you jam to a lot, bro. Okay. Um, I listen to School of Greatness. I listen to Aubrey Marcus podcast. I listen to Fresh and Fit podcast. Okay. I listen to Poor Man's podcast. There's okay. a lot of things that I listen to. Okay. Kevin Samuels, you ever heard of Kevin Samuels? Um, Don't listen no. to it around your girl. Okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, those are the things that I kind of look at, and if and if not, I'm how to blah blah blah. Yeah, blah, blah. yes. That's I graduated first, from yeah. YouTube University. Oh, I most definitely, most definitely. Um, I watch actually a bunch of Howard Stern clips on yeah. on YouTube. I need to check out this guy. Yeah. Um, Good foundation like a solid, like a live show. show. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Solid. Yeah. And else. He, oh yeah, like so he started. He was the radio guy, and um, I think he said this on David Letterman's show on Netflix, Howard Stern. But he was the radio radio guy in New York, and a quarter of the cars in New York would li- be listening to Howard Stern. Like a quarter what? of people who listen to the radio would listen to Howard Stern. And he says in this interview, he's like, and because David Letterman goes, that's like a that's remarkable. A quarter yes. of people. And Howard Stern was like, at that time, I was pissed off that the, the other three quarters weren't listening. Oh, my and, God. And I think it's so easy to do that as, as, as a the, creator. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, like I had, you know, a, a few hundred people jammed to this. And it's like, oh, well, why aren't more people? Exactly. But like still like a few hundred people jammed to this, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and Howard Stern, his interview, I, I love his interview format. And like I, I watched him do interviews just to, like he's one of the the like – Big name people, I really like yeah, seek inspiration yeah. from. Um, his the, the type of comedy, like the raunchiness, just to be raunchy. Sometimes, yeah. like I don't always jive with. Um, <laughs> yeah, yes. For sure. Yeah. 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 And uh, you have to pay for a serious subscription, to, like watchful ones. So I like don't. A Patreon. Do you have a Patreon? So I do. Um, I'm. Patreon? Do you have Patreon? No, but I'm thinking about it. But so, I don't know how I would structure, like, hey, you can get it early. I know I can do that. Yeah. But it's like, oh, we have a special guest, and you can only get on yeah. Patreon. Like, I feel like, dang, I can't. I don't, I don't feel like I can do or, that. Or ask additional questions. Um, so yeah, of, like, the uh, clip the last 30 minutes and only put it on your Patreon. Um, the 
Patreons that work best is if you position it as a product. Facts. As, like over, um, like subscribe to my, like donate basically yeah. to me. Oh. Like, oh no, subscribe and you get this. I like that. Because um, I'm trying to find ways to monetize and yeah. so I can pay my, my brothers. Yeah, yeah, for so sure. So it's like, how did you, like, I'm asking, I'm at, how did you even get the Runza sponsorship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the, uh, um, I interviewed Donald Everett, who's the president. Oh yeah. Okay. So that yeah. that, that, that makes and then, sense. And then like six months later, um, I, I so I and then I sort of worked with the Runza marketing team, um, wanting them to promote the my, Commonwealth. Yeah, the Commonwealth with Donald. And um, then six months later, I hit him up, and then that yeah, makes they sense. Sponsored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and even like that is definitely like a strategy that that could work for yeah, you. Yeah, that's know? what like, I'm thinking about. Like who, who, what the target audience that we have and yeah. how we can help that company that we, yeah, that we believe in, in a sense. Um, yes. And then merch would be another one, which yeah. you, you're already down the line. And then um, the, the recurring revenue of Patreon. So we have three patrons um, and it's like 25, 25, 30 bucks a month mm -hmm. with the three of them. Um, that's not nothing, you know? That's better than nothing. Exactly, exactly. I could just bounce that to them. And yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, I, I, you got to think about that, bro. Yeah. Um, um, I'm not, like... The Commonwealth's Patreon does not follow my own advice of, like, making it a product. Oh. There's really not... Like, I just need to... It's one of those I just need to put time into doing it. And yeah. Patreon, actually... Um, they My account is glitched and frozen that I can't, like, do things on it. And I've re I reached out to them in December because I wanted to sell a shirt, our shirts through Patreon. December. And de yeah, December. And they said, um, this is an issue on our end, but we have no timeline on when it will resolve or when we'll get back to you. I hit them up last week and they said, we, have, we still have no update for you. I was like, I think it's about time to not use Patreon. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever heard of Rockfin? It's kind of similar. That, okay. Um, I, got an, I got hit with an ad for OnlyFans last week. <sighs> But wait, it was wait for, what? For it was it, I was watching a YouTube video and it was like OnlyFans for musicians, artists. It was like <laughs> not. I was like, uh, that's not who I know. Who, who, like I don't have an OnlyFans. I you know I, I don't have the app or anything. But they're but, like you could use OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> like well, I. There's a lot of people who do do that. Yeah. It's kind of been. It has its reputation. Yep. Yeah. It has a connotation with it. Yeah. And that's what like it could be a good. I I, I like the common like the Commonwealth. Occasionally is edgy and brings on like like last week we brought on a former drug dealer um, like that yeah yeah he, so we can't put that information out there yeah no no so he um, he was shot over a pound of marijuana and then wait that musician or yeah who? yeah yeah Cruz Cruz yeah. Um, was shot over a pound of marijuana and then like the near death experience he took as like a learning moment and now he makes music Damn. yeah yeah so it's shout a, it, out to you Cruz yeah yes um. And uh, Cruz, uh, I've known the guy since like elementary school, you know. Oh, okay, that's, yeah, that's dope. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like being edgy, I want that to still same. Yeah, yes. Um, and then, but so OnlyFans is edgy, but then you're also like, go check out. Do I really <laughs> want to say go check out my OnlyFans? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I think that may be too edgy. Um, but uh, what uh, what was the one you mentioned? Rock Finn. Rock Finn. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of my podcast guys that I listen to. They're moving over because it's they don't censor them because sometimes Patreon can just get rid of you. Mm. Oh, okay. Because good to know. There's some conspiracy theories in the sense of like, uh, I listen to conspiracy theorists where they like kind of break down like um, symbols and like stuff like that. Nothing okay. about like 
weird stuff. He's yeah. more of like pointing out stuff in movies, like, yo, look okay. at this, and this is okay. the connection and yeah, cultism. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's totally, the... Totally, totally. But he's like, some of this stuff has gotten blocked by Patreon, and I'm not liking that. Yeah. They say they're about free speech, but they, they're really not. So I'm yeah. a rock fan. Okay. So I'm like, okay, cool. All right, sweet. Um, I'll have to check that out. And yeah. that's what I... I um, it's an important... The two things I guess I'm kind of focusing on in the next quarter, you'd say, I mm-hmm. would say, is... Um, get some live events on the calendar mm-hmm. and it's stuff like even like the uh, that you just mentioned a lot of them are like collabing with people or different organizations or KZM yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. that we, uh, we could even do one together that'd be dope yeah that would be cool that would be cool bring, um, bring your team we bring our team yeah, yeah that'd be, that'd be yeah, fun yeah because we, we all live in that space so it's kind of like most definitely everybody else can ask questions too you know yeah exactly um and then uh, the reoccurring revenue that like getting 50 bucks a month and yeah. like, it, um, it's not going to be huge when it starts but before yeah, so we have 2,000 people, yeah. we're going to need five people. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what is, okay, let's pivot a little bit. What genre of music can we find you, uh, can we find in your playlist right now? Ooh. Um, hmm. I've been jamming to Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Oh, yeah, I know you. Love, you do love, like Billie. Yeah, love Billie Eilish. She, um, no one like her, bro. No, no one, one like her. No one like her. Yeah. In interviews, she'll be like, um, when people say like, "Oh, you're a pop musician," or you're, uh, she's like, "No, I'm ma- like, I'm making music that's never been seen or like heard before." It's which facts. I agree. Yeah, it's yeah, love. Her and Phineas. Yeah, it's perfect couple. Yeah, like a perfect duo, man. Yeah, and, and it's crazy. They're brother and sister. It's crazy. I know. <laughs> yeah, um, and the whole era of like bedroom beats that we're in, they have. They mastered they've, that. Yeah, they mastered. Then, then she it. got a, a Grammy, right? Yeah, yeah, that's for crazy. music she made in her bedroom. That's that's in her childhood in- room. Yes. We yeah. saw that in our music tech class, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, and their music tech, they, uh, Phineas uses really cool, like, I was, again, listening to an interview the other day that he went and um, lit a bunch of matches. And used that. And used the matches lighting in, in, the, uh, in the song. Yeah, that's exactly why our uh, music tech teacher was like, all right, cool, we're going to use unusual sounds. So I want you to use your phone as a recorder, and you just... Find weird sounds, whether it be in nature, and we're gonna use and, and incorporate that into whatever song we make next. Hmm. So it was a way of just like, all right, cool, we gotta think outside the box. Yeah, yeah. So, like, using way different things. Anyways, yeah. what are three things? What are three things that we should know about you that we didn't touch on? Hmm. Um. Do you not like peanut butter? Do you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I um. I'm very, very open to answering people's questions on my Instagram DMs. So Love if it. there's something we didn't, we didn't, or like if you start podcasting and something comes up, mm-hmm. um, hit me up on, and Instagram DMs is the best, is what I'm most responsive to. Perfect. I absolutely love that. Um, so that, that's one. Um, I, uh, um, I was the first podcast to cover the X Games. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, that's, oh yeah. Yeah. I saw yeah. that and I was like, what? Yeah. Um, that when I was living in Colorado, I I saw on TV like X Games in Aspen. I was like, oh, that's like three hours away, three three to four hours away from me. Mm-hmm. I'll, I wonder I wonder how you approve, like I wonder how you get press access yeah. to, the, to the X Games. And then there was on ESPN's website, it was like to apply for press credentials, email these emails, and I just ASAP. yeah <laughs> immediately put it in there, and it was like shockingly. Like based on the email, they were like, "Oh yeah, do, um, can you record on the side of the mountain?" I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I, I definitely yeah we can. could do that." Yeah, yeah, and um, like, all right, well, yeah, your name's on the list. I was like, 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have the equipment to record on the side. So of the you had, you were like scrambling to oh, find something. Um, yeah, I hit up my um, my buddy who was in um, does radio mm-hmm. like is the small town radio things. Uh, he works for. Um, oh my gosh, what's the name of the? Uh, anyway, um, he and I know he like you. He sometimes interviews like a high schooler at the side yeah. of the game or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hit him up, asked what mic he used, and then just got the same one on Amazon, and it showed up like two days before. The, the X Games started. Um, didn't have the proper footwear at the X Games. I was oh. in like these, and it's icy, you know. No wool socks, no nothing. No uh, wool socks. The thing I kept on slipping, like in the. <laughs> I was. It was like kind of a scene, oh. just because I had tennis shoes on. Oh yeah. And I, I and I had boots and just didn't think. Didn't think about yeah. it. Yeah. You were excited about. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was so excited about it. I had a and it just so much of it worked out perfect that um, Aspen is a super expensive. Like sit, yeah, yeah, super expensive, um, and the uh, um, um, I had a friend who um, her dad and her were going there, mm-hmm. so I slept on their uh, like on their couch at yeah. their Airbnb, and then I would eat or I would try to eat once at the um, ESPN provided like in this press tent lunch, so I would just stock up on lunch, yeah, like I'll <laughs> plate full of mac and cheese. And it, like it was not very good food. Yeah. You know? like, I'm I'm eating one time today. Um, so yeah, and then um, my like fun fact I use in school all the time, like mm-hmm. when the, you know first day, like say your name and a fun fact. I can I can clap one hand with one hand, one handed clap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. On um, what was what's that MTV show? Um, like Fantasy Factory. They, oh yeah, yeah. Fantasy Factory broke the record for most one-handed claps in a minute. Did or you something. beat it? No, I, well, I, <laughs> I, 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 like in class or you know whenever I one-handed clap, the people were we'll like, bring that up. Yeah, bring it up. So I looked up the video, and then the guy goes so I, I could never beat it. <laughs> yeah. and, and he has an advantage. I can't one-handed clap with my left hand. Are you lefty? No, I'm righty. Oh. So. Uh, but and and he's going both hands, and they count both hands in oh. the world record. I was like, I think I, I don't think. <laughs> But in the speed and the two hands, I don't think I can. Yeah. I can do it. Not, I'm not going to aspire for fastest one-handed clapper in the world. But yeah. all right, all right, we're about to end the show with rapid-fire questions. All right. All right, sweet. I'm 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 here for it. Last show you binged and love. Um, I watched Game of Thrones with Emmy, and I've I, I'd seen it before. She hadn't, and we binged it until like the last three episodes. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Game of Thrones? Yes. And then the Indian, the last two episodes, I I don't like. It was just, it was built up, and then I didn't. didn't you didn't, like you it. didn't feel. You didn't feel. I kind of feel it, especially when the war started, like at the, um, at the front of the castle. I don't know if it was a castle, the fortress, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I don't mind with what they did. I thought it just was very rushed. But we didn't finish it. We binged it, and then just like stopped watching with Damn. two episodes. Ago. <laughs> yeah. What was the nickname your family gave you? Um. My my so in high school everyone called me Nikki C. Nikki C. Nikki C. Nick I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my mom still calls me it, so it's one of those nicknames. I like. I don't know. Oh, people from high school or my mom call call me Nikki C. Okay, Nikki C. One pet peeve about <laughs> podcasting. Pet peeve about podcasting. Um, like about podcasts I listen to. Anything. Anything. Um, for the most part, when the hosts 
go on like long tangents about nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we're just like, how does this? And I think like there's a, there's sort of an, I would say that's the art to it. Of, like, yeah. You want some to like, oh, hey, I'm Nick. And like, this is what I care about. And like, exactly. I am a character in your life. But you can do that too much. Yes. And there's some shows when like the for the first 20 minutes, it starts with them talking about like what they got at the grocery store yesterday. And it's like, you've lost me. I don't care. H3 does that sometimes. I, I, yeah. I don't know. yeah. That show though, that show is a... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not surprised. I, I've I've only seen there's constantly stirring stuff up, you know, with just internet yeah. drama. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Would you be rather to? Uh, would you rather be able to speak every language or talk to animals? I think every language would be cool. Everybody cool. said that. Yeah. So if Joe Rogan appeared right now, what is a question you would ask him? Hmm. Um. I. Would ask him. This is when, whenever I've talked to people who, with who, really make con like content that's scaled, mm -hmm. and um, why does it resonate? Like, why do you think you made something that resonates with mm. like such a large audience? And I think their answer is always, I guess, unique. Sort of, you yes. know, like I think it's just, I think it's interesting to hear what they what they say, and I would probably ask that same question. I like that. Yeah. What does a person need to be happy? Um. Their own definition of what happiness is. Like it. Okay, what is uh, something that most people do easily but you find hard to do? Um, this is hard for me to answer, dude. Yeah. Do you, do you have an answer while I, while I, don't. I think of it? Yeah. Um, that most people find easy. Well, a kind of a, a goofy answer is I'm a terrible sand volleyball player. Oh, me too, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like I, um, mm -hmm. um, I, I have terrible handwriting. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. That um, I'm not great at like organizing my personal things. I feel you. You know, like my shoes are just in my my closet's a mess. I don't really make my bed. <laughs> um, that, like that said, when it comes to like it. Like for the Commonwealth file, it, what? That's different. Yeah, that's it's different. way different. It's different, and that's organized, and like things are on time, and like that's that's important. But when no, it comes to like my, my shoes, are sh yeah, yes, my like <laughs> workspace is like all over, yeah. and like no notepads everywhere, sticky notes for days. Yeah. Mm, what is one thing you wish you didn't own? One thing I wish I didn't. Um, overall, I have a lot of like just stuff like my closet is full and yeah. like, you know, I, I literally wear like four things yeah. to a fault. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, yeah. Um, not much diversity in my little uh, like outfits. Yeah. You know, I wear the same t-shirt once a week. Yeah. Um, so that I think like I could just own less like clothing and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What is something that people take seriously, but shouldn't? Um, um, hmm. They take seriously, but shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Um, I think a lot of times, and this is myself included, themselves. Mm -hmm. I think like not taking yourselves too seriously. I'm also like a culprit of that. Though. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great answer. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And last one: Did you enjoy your time on Blazing the Trail? Um, so I am honored to have been invited to it for sure. Yes. Um, thank you so so much for having me. Um, we should, th this should not be our, la our last podcast. No, but. this was just the beginning. Just the beginning. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, yeah, uh, there's some things we should talk about after. Oh, for sure. Here. Yes. Do you have any, uh, questions for us? For um, us? Um, sound like Mike Tyson there, Froth. <laughs> um, who is the next guest after me? 
It's either John Goodwin, uh, Malone Center director. Oh, okay, okay. And originally, it was supposed to be Landon for oh, tomorrow. Oh, okay, sweet. So, yeah, we're reorganizing that. Yeah. So, either John Goodwin or Joanna from Froggy 98. Oh, okay. So either, either that, because we had Liz Whitaker. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. We had it in, uh, in, in my apartment. But this was the first time Nelson had this new lens. Okay. So the focus was off. Oh, classic. And I recorded two st- like two tracks as stereo. So it's literally mimicking each other. So you can't use it. Oh, yeah. Damn. Okay. So we had to scrap it. Damn, damn. So um, it has happened to me, though. Same thing. It, it like, happened. I can't even do nothing with this. That's yeah. what's sad about it. Yeah. Um, and at least I know Liz pretty well. Um, yeah, and, and she, I'm, I'm sure she wouldn't mind coming back to do it. Yeah, you know, like, that's what we talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got anything to promote? Um, go follow the Commonwealth on YouTube. Yeah. Um, th- thanks for already letting me plug that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Tell it, all the things. Where can people find you? Yeah, um, I'm kind of everywhere, sort of. Or yeah. you know, I try to be uh, LinkedIn, Instagram. Um, we'll uh, put Facebook. it up there. Yeah, yeah. And then the Commonwealth again, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, the subscribe. Um, and then I kind of play the role of manager of yeah. Emmy's music. Um, so she has one project called, called Is That Enough? That's out wherever you listen to music, but like Spotify more than likely. I like the title. Yeah. And then the, her next one is called Yellow Year. Um, mm. And we're, that's currently in production. We're, we're working with a team in, in Ashland, Nebraska. Oh. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that's okay. Well, Tut, thank you again for having me. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. we'd uh, we would like to thank y'all for listening to Blazing Trail. Remember to leave a review, comment, subscribe, leave a comment on the things that you learned or the or the things that you learned about our, our friend here, Nick. So make sure to follow us at Blazing the Trail Podcast on Instagram. Thank you for being my guest. Thank you for having me. Thanks, sir. Oh, uh, also do not compare your journey to somebody else's. As you could see, we are all walking different paths. So just know that you're already perfectly in progress. Just take it a step at a time. Can I can I add one thing to that on yeah. the whole? Um, the um, you asked about the content creators' advice to like if you want to make content. If, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, don't try to make what someone else has made. Don't, Facts. Yeah. If you're going out there to try to be like Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan wasn't didn't start podcasting trying to be like anyone exactly. else. Exactly. He yeah. just did his own thing. Yes. Exactly. So, as always, start with yourself because you are the one. So make it happen. Brrrr. <laughs>